You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next name? Mm. Seymour. Okay. Seymour? Yeah. Oh, I was going to play Seymour Krelburn in, uh, yeah. in Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, this is one of our listeners. Seymour? Yeah. Last, last name? Uh-huh. Butts. Okay. No, seriously. What's it? What's What's the name? Okay. I'm sorry. Dumb, <laughs> uh, dumb. Well, this one's going to Gainesville. You ready? Uh-huh. It's Amanda. 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 Last name? Yeah. Hug and kiss. You're an idiot. Uh, okay. What? No, come on. I, uh, come on. What's Okay. What's, what is the name? Okay. The next one is actually in Orlando. So. The next one. Okay. They're all real. Uh, I hope you're getting these. Uh, okay. Al. Al. Last name? Uh-huh. Alcoholic. Alcohol. What'd you call me? What? I mean, you have I see what you're doing. Yeah. I don't sorry. like it. Shit, man. And we swear. Yeah. Guys, do you know what I'm doing right now? No, really, guys. We're shipping out shirts. Yeah. Not to those people, but God, are we excited to be shipping these shirts yeah. out. We actually made a hundred shirts and uh, of what ails you, the original logo with the, the skull drinking the hops, and uh, you might have seen it on Instagram, Facebook, it's yeah. everywhere. It's a badass logo. Shout it's, out to your wife, Jillian. Dude, how great did she do? It's so punk rock, it's so badass, I yeah. love it. And uh, honestly, we sold out of shirts not even in a week. Like in, yeah. in Really, on the first day, second day, we really sold about 80-something shirts. Yeah. And yeah. We're so appreciative, guys. That we kind love of support uh, means we can go get hotels and cities when we travel. That's what this is for, exactly. Um, yeah. we're, so, you know, the limited releases, here's our here's our, our deal. This this is what, the, yeah, good perspective of it, and I love it. So We want excitement around these shirts, um, and we want to be releasing fresh designs every now and then. Yeah. So if you didn't get a shirt, look forward to the next one. I promise it's going to be just as badass. A little hint? Can we give a little hint to what the new shirt's going to look like? Um, What's coming up in April? My well, favorite day. My Christmas. Your holiday. This is my holiday. Yes. And this is Record Speaking Store Day. Speaking to a man in the record business, you yeah. can refer to one thing. Yeah. So for Record Store Day, we are definitely making a shirt for that. Um, it's not going to be affiliated with Record Store Day, but it is It is basically a lot of people always say that the music that we talk about yeah. in, in, in the show, this podcast, is really all about beer but we love how every brewer talks about yeah. music 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 and how that really helps them in their create right. creativity so and it matches because you've got the record business i'm a musician definitely it's perfect yeah it is perfect so yeah. i got a peek of the design already and i have to tell you guys oh shit's awesome it is awesome it is yeah. awesome so i'm not giving anything away uh you will see i mean the we just gave a lot month. away yeah but oh but, well yep so we're excited. Again, 100 shirts uh, have gone out, and uh, we love you guys yes, to the next 100, you. and thank this you. definitely helps us out a lot. So, uh, okay. All right. What's going on today? You you have an interview. I do. And yeah. I'm sorry I can't say we have an interview. Yeah. Um, you're traveling today? I am. Um, I'm, again, man, I've got family, so I'm sorry I'm not going to be at the interview. It's all good. You got this, though. I do. I do. Um, yeah. We are set up to talk with... Evan? Yes. And J-Dubs. Over at, yeah, over at, at J-Dubs. Yeah, J-Dubs Brewing. So, yeah, so we're going to be sitting down with Evan, uh, talking to him about what's going on in Sarasota, what's going on with their beers. Uh, they can them. I think it's fantastic that they're able mm-hmm. to get out there. So I do love their passion wheat. I love that they have that, that bell cow. So I always push that one. Uh, they have great beers, and I'm excited to see what they have only on tap there. Yeah, it is baseball season, so I know they're right next door to the Orioles uh, spring training. Anxious to see what kind of people come in. Uh, I've been in Sarasota 
a few times for film festivals and it just kept building and building and building yeah. and it's been about seven years now since I've been there. I'm anxious to see what kind of crowd's out there now. So I like Sarasota. To be honest, you know, I'm sad I can't go today because uh, I actually really like that beach town. Yeah, yeah. And it, it takes us back to what we just did a few, like a week ago mm-hmm. when we were with Chris over at Green Bench. So it, it was a while for me to go into yeah. uh, St. Pete. It's been a while since I've gone into Sarasota. Uh, kind of want to sit down. I want to talk about yeah. that 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 environment that they have in that area, and see what Sarasota's been all about in the last few years. It's been a while. Yeah. So. All right, man. Drive safe. I'm sorry I can't be there, dude. I got it. It's gonna be an awesome interview. I will miss you though. This is weird. Well, I'll, I'll listen to the episode and we'll chat when you get back. Okay. Perfect. All right, guys. I'm going in. And then Sarasota. Um, this is my first time here in a long time. A long time. I used to help. Uh, some friends out with the Sarasota Film Festival. I've been doing films for like 17 years. So my friend Tom Hall used to run, uh, used to program there at the Sarasota Film Festival. But Sarasota, man, it's on the rise now. There's something crazy in the last yeah. few years. So how long have you lived here? How long have you been in Sarasota? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Probably like, I would say 18 or so years. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And uh, how old are you, if you don't want me asking? I'm 28. 28. Okay. So you came here when you were 10. Yeah. Okay. And where were you living before? Well, where are you originally from? Um, I'm originally from Miami. Okay. But, um, where in Miami, if you don't want me asking? Uh, I lived like right on the river, right outside downtown. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and then uh, then my family and I moved to Boca Grande, which is a small barrier island off um, on the west coast here, just about an hour south. Okay. Um, and then we moved here to Sarasota. So. Uh, I guess for me, I'm from Miami Beach, uh, I guess really close to where you were. So you've been in Florida your whole life. Was was that something that, now that you're doing this here, I mean, are you happy with Florida? Is there something that you're okay staying here for a while? Or, yeah. 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 My yeah, it is, right? So I've been, yeah, 42 years I've been in Florida. And oh. I always say, time to go, time to go, which I'd love to. Um, we're all about the Pacific Northwest. But uh, honestly, it's it's been really good to us. Like, I, I'm enjoying Florida. We're in Orlando, so the whole okay. podcast is based in there. So you've lived in, in Sarasota now for 18 years. And what's that like? What's that like living here? Because uh, some people say it could be the older crowd sure. or, you know, more upscale. But uh, how? what's it like in Sarasota? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm happy with it. I, I, I think that the, the younger scene is definitely has come up in the last, uh, say, I don't know what, you know, about seven to yeah seven years. It's getting it's close to ten years. Gotten better. Um, I for a while I was like, this place isn't for me, and I went to right. Colorado for a very short period, and then I came back and. You know, I, I, I'm happy to be part of the growing, younger community. Good, and here. you're doing that. I, I, and now, really quick, we'll get into Colorado. I want to talk about that, but I definitely want to know, J-Dubs has been here for how long? How long has, has um, the brewery been here? We just celebrated our three-year anniversary um, this fe- or Feb- last February. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, and that was your fest. You guys had your fest. Yep. Yeah, how'd that go? Um, I, from what I hear, it was very good. I was actually not there. <laughs> oh, where were you? Where, where'd you end up? Um, my girlfriend and I went out of town to a, uh, a thing we do every year called Earth Skills. Okay. Um, and what is that? What's Earth Skills? Earth Skills is a, it's a thing up in Hawthorne, Florida, where you basically learn a different sustainable living, like primitive living kind of nice. things like that. And it just so happened that 
it fell on the same weekend, unfortunately. Nah, it's, you're planning this these months of a fest coming up. Yeah. I think it's nice that maybe you don't have to be there. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, other people will tend to that and make sure that everything runs smoothly. I wish uh, we could have done both. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what other breweries ended up uh, coming into that fest? Um, I know uh, Arcane. They they won. Uh, let's see, they won like best beer or something like that. Nice. Um, so Joe, Joe's a friend of ours. Um, yeah, they're yeah. doing good stuff over there. Yeah, really Arcane, good stuff. I, I really enjoyed it last time I went there. Um, there was all sorts of breweries there. I mean, but they won. That, I mean, was that their first time there, Arcane? I guess they're actually uh, fairly new too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they weren't here at our two year. So that, that was, makes sense. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, he's doing some great sours and and um, some kind of off the wall beers that. Yeah. I really enjoy My friend was just there yesterday picking up uh, some crowlers, and it's like, he's already home. You know, he left, uh, they went back home yesterday, and it's like, no, I want to catch up. I want. I know they're going to probably be bottle sharing tonight, and I definitely want to try more of what Arcane's doing. Yeah. So, so Colorado, what was that? What, when did you go to Colorado? How long were you uh, there for? I was probably only there for six months or so. Uh, was that to brew, or...? No, no, I wasn't even in, in the brewing. Oh, okay. I didn't have any, anything in the industry going on, at least... Um, but no, I just I moved up there for a little while. A friend of mine lived out there, and um, you know, change of pace. Yeah. Um, I lived for one winter out there, and then uh, moved back home. It was uh, definitely an eye-opening experience. Colorado, we have yet to go. I want to go. I definitely want to see it. Everybody that says that nice. might really change your mind over Portland, but uh, no, I'm sure it's beautiful. And then the breweries there. But then I also say here. We're ending up where I don't feel like I need to go to Colorado besides I don't ski. The mountains are fantastic. Yes, I do that every day, all day. But uh, for the most part, Florida breweries, I mean, look what's coming up. Everything's popping up more and more every sure. month. And you guys were, I guess, were you the first brewery here in Sarasota to kind of um, put no, the... F- let's see. I don't know when uh, the other one opened. I mean, there's been a brewery here in Florida, or in Sarasota, I'm sorry, uh, for quite some time the okay. Sarasota Brewing Company has been here oh, that's for, true. Yeah. I don't know like at least 15 probably 18 or so years I'm sure um, they're they're shitting their pants seeing like <laughs> how much is popping up now yeah well that's they've got be... their little niche thing going yeah on. you know it's yeah. more of a brew pub kind of deal um, but we're all relatively about the same age uh, with the exception of Calusa that just opened recently right but and then, uh, so J-Dubs, were you here from the uh, the original, like the day one? How did, how did you end up in here? How did uh, that work out? So, no, actually, April April will be my two-year anniversary here. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, the whole thing started with uh, I met Taylor Pogue, mm-hmm. um, and he was working at Total Wine at the time, and he told me, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to start working for this brewery down, like, close to downtown. You should come check it out. And... Um, and so I came down here, and I really enjoyed uh, their up-top IPA. Mm-hmm. And so right. uh, my girlfriend and I would come here, you know, maybe once a week, once every other week, and meet friends here. And we kind of got to know Taylor very well and a couple of the other bartenders. And um, one day Taylor asked me if I'd like to um, help can beer. Nice, okay. And so I was like, yeah, sure, that'd be fun. And um, I really hit it off with the, the head brewer at the time. And um, we had a lot of common interests with uh, not necessarily like alcohol fermentation, but food fermentation and things like that. And um, and so you know, I found out there is an assistant 
brewer position, and I started working the next day. Oh, shit. That's really cool. Yeah. And then, so let's talk about brewing with you. Okay. First beer that you ever had. Do you remember sneaking maybe a sip of Dad's beer, or... Uh, I um, I know that the first beers that I ever had were definitely not good beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say it was probably like a Budweiser or something right. like that. Yeah. It's so funny, a generation 10 years from now, 20 years from now, if I were to interview when I'm like 65, if somebody like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh yeah, I had a high lie as my first, and be like, you little shit, like, yeah, right. you're lucky. Yeah, you we, had to drink, yeah, we had to drink the, the swill like before we could light. get, yeah. So um, so what made you get into brewing? What, what made you say that this is something I, I could get into? The science of um, it? I, well, uh, so growing up, both my parents are, um, my, my father and my mother have owned a lot of different restaurants along the way, so I Okay, and in Florida, they, they, um, they get married some, in Florida, or where, where, uh, where are they originally from? Well, my father's from Boston, the Boston area, okay. Braintree specifically, and then my mother is from Orlando. Okay. So, Maitland. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. All right. And so, um, they had some restaurants up north in uh, the Massachusetts area and then we've had several bakeries down here in Florida nice um, and so I kind of just grew up eating you know like more artisanal food like you know more of a what would you say just can't get anywhere else kind of or like yeah, yeah. No, I was I didn't grow up eating like mac and cheese no. and PBJ right. yeah. thing, you know? okay um, so I've I've been interested in just uh, the more complex flavors and those kind of things. Um, so just by association, you know. And uh, that's a good way to learn, actually. You know, just yeah. your palate being already. Because I, I, I agree, if you're not eating mac and cheese, if you're not doing the fast food thing, right? You know, your your palate's not getting used to that fried or that grease or you know. And then your palate, when you're doing more. For me, wine, I, I wanted to open my pot palate so much. That was years, 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 years ago. And now wine, I mean, with beer now, it's just, you taste it. You, you really can feel it, too. Like, when you talk about sours and lambics, and I love that tart that you're getting right there. It's it, Beer right now, I think, is the perfect time to be in it. And you are doing something that's... It's awesome. It's awesome here in Sarasota to think yeah. you're doing beer here. Um, I have some beers in front of me, so I definitely am excited to try, and uh, we'll go through those. But okay, so your first beer that you ever made was it here at J Dubs, or were you with a home brewer, or what did what did uh, you do? So a friend of mine, uh, we kind of it's one of those things where you know drinking beers. It's like you know we could make beer, yeah. And so we we got an extract kit and we tried it, and the first one actually turned out surprisingly well what like, was that flavor do you remember it was an amber ale okay and um which is funny because I, I don't care for amber ales very much but uh that's at the time I that's what we picked yeah and it turned out surprisingly well and the second one turned out very very poorly so, okay um we, and what was that one that was a pale ale okay I don't know how we messed that one up but I think um <laughs> I just didn't pay enough enough attention but uh so we just kind of messed around with that kind of stuff and um and then I, I really didn't do much brewing at all. I think I might have brewed two more beers over the next, like, five years. Or oh, so. really? Okay. I didn't really do anything with it. But I did get interested in the uh, the food ferments. Uh, okay. Like sour that makes sense. kimchi, making kombucha, kefir, things like that. Dude, that's awesome. And um, so, so that's kind of what brought me back into the, the fermentation mindset. Now I'm, like, last night I made a batch of mead. So just making kind of random 
different things like that. How many beers do you think you make a month here for you? Like that you say, all right, let's try this. And I mean, you have the ones that are always on the handle, like the ones that you could always get year round. But how many seasonals do you feel you're doing? Um, Like monthly or even three, four monthly? Good good amount. Um, We have some set seasonal beers. Like we do... um, we do the Fruits of Florida series. Okay. So there's a blueberry IPA, there is a raspberry IPA, there's an orange IPA, and a lychee IPA that we do quarterly. And then we have, um, um, I think it's also, it might be biannually, but we do some sours biannually. Um, we do some, we do uh, this uh, pale ale that you're about to try here, the Left on Lido. Yeah, we have another one. one coming up called uh, Right on Siesta. So the, the Left on Lido is a mosaic hopped pale ale. Nice. Actually, why are you talking about it? Um, the Right on Siesta, which I brewed last week, is a citra hopped pale ale. That's good. That's yeah, really good. Refreshing. Yeah. Good. And I like the mosaic. I like yeah. that. It's definitely oh, that is really good. Good. Thank hop. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, here in this community of Sarasota, you're right, what, half a mile from, uh, I guess, where the Orioles play. Yes. What's that like? What's 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 the regulars like when they come in? Baseball season's starting up right now. I guess it is. I mean, yeah. we're... It's, um, it's definitely a good... Good, uh... Turnout, like, yeah, brings people in? good amount of people come in. Yeah. Um, you know, we offer, you can park here, and it's a short walk to the stadium. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. You can come have a couple beers. We got a food truck out front. Um, do that thing, go there, and then come back for your, you know. Yeah, the last beer thing. after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy, though. I forget that where we are in Orlando, baseball isn't a thing. There's no, like, springtime, spring training. But you come into these cities now, and I know uh, civil society you know, they're in Jupiter, they're right there. I mean, you could really throw a baseball from where the brewery is into the, the stadium that they're at. And it seems like a lot of these, not making fun of baseball fans, but, you know, older white gentlemen, mm-hmm. but now they're, they're, they're not getting their Bud Lights, they're not getting their $12 cans of Heineken that you could get inside the stadium. Right. They're trying real good beer. Yeah. And I really think that what we do with this podcast, we like to educate and inform. I think you're kind of doing that for these guys, and I actually thank you for that. Because it is, it's really cool that they could come here and then see, how many handles do you have here? Like, there's like 14. 14. Yeah. And they could try 14, and now those are all yours. That's all, that's all J-Dubs? Uh, correct. Actually, one of them is, we have a local company here in Sarasota that makes kombucha that we have okay. on tap. Uh, so, not all the time, but most of the time we have a kombucha on tap. Oh, that's really cool. So, 13 beers and one kombucha. And I think it's great that here they are. They're able to, and I love your beer garden. Uh, dogs allowed back oh, here? Yeah. Yikes. And uh, so, yeah, you have something going on back here. Uh, what's the weekends like, though? Is it always busy here? You're probably in bed, but. Uh. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, it stays pretty busy. Um, you know, of course, today is Monday morning, so mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people here. Uh, but. Um, I think that's why we like doing the, the, the podcast yeah. <laughs> on Mondays. It's like you get it out of the way. Everybody's kind of like ready for the week, like every brewer. Totally. Um, but yeah, no, it stays pretty busy. I mean, it's never where you're, I mean, sometimes it is you can't get a seat, but it's usually it's a nice, relaxed vibe back here. Good. And, um, you can kind of see just looking at our beer garden. We kind of have the kind of relaxed 
tons yeah tons of room you have tons of room and it is really nice and right today is an awesome day like uh, people like you don't see me but i never wear short sleeves i'm never like i always have my my arms hidden but today is like such a nice day it's like yep taking taking the hoodie off yeah and so we've been here for since you said now uh two years april uh, coming yeah, up it will okay be two years in it. Uh, some of the beers that you've made that uh, or some of the what's the freedom that you have here what is that like can you make any beer or is there uh, somebody we speak to to say here I have this idea da, 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 and do they let you go for it like what's what's yeah it's, what's the it's, beer process here it's pretty much like you said um you know if I come up with an idea and that's like I'm gonna make some what sounds like a really gross beer <laughs> I mean <laughs> everyone's pretty receptive to it uh, the head brewer Matt Tucker um, I just, you know, I talked with him and obviously the owner, Jeremy, and, you know, just kind of come up with something. It's, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah. you know, no one's like, no, you can't do that. Like, That's so good. That's it's, good. It's nice. And we've got a good pilot system, a three-barrel pilot system. Nice. So we can kind of play around on that. That's, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's... That's good to have that freedom because you want to have that freedom. There's nothing like you having this, I have this taste, I have this amazing taste I want everybody to try and somebody going like, mm, yeah, well, I mean, is there times where you feel like maybe you can't get a fruit that you want to put in there? Any yeah. any other flavors? I mean, are, is this mostly coming in with real fruit or when you make your beers? Uh, well, yeah, there's been some times like I really wanted to make a strawberry rhubarb wheat beer. That'd been awesome. And uh, without buying like 30 plus pounds of frozen rhubarb or something yeah. and like it costing a lot I was like well that's not gonna work so um yeah there's certain things like that we do a treatment Tuesday so every Tuesday a new treatment comes out that's excellent good um so those are fun um you can really I mean we've got some really great markets around here so I can get some good fresh fruit and different nice. things like that um and we have a couple treatment kegs where the spear comes completely out and you just can let the beer age with basically whatever you want in there so um that could be you know we do a honeydew kolsch which people like a lot dude um, that's gotta be really good and um yeah things like that. that's well your kolsch it's an award winner right so Correct. yeah yeah so i know a lot of people tend not to go to a kolsch but let's talk about that one what was that like a kolsch wins an award uh how was your kolsch like what do you how do you feel um i think it's i mean it's a super solid super solid pulse yeah yeah <laughs> but uh it's uh i'm more of a uh, an ipa drinker pale ale ipa Hoppier. and then i like the uh, the dark malty stuff also um i tend to if i'm going to drink something light and refreshing it's going to be more like the uh the session ipa there okay so, yeah session IPA let me do that one there. then next let's go into the love you hate you so explain the love you hate you let's let's talk about that name all right uh, so uh, yeah so jeremy <laughs> hates the term uh session IPA. It's kind of, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just silly, you Oof. know, like, because it's, uh, let's, let's be honest, a session IPA is a pale ale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so he wanted us to make a, um, session IPA that he just couldn't help but love. He hates the idea, but he just really wanted one that was good. So is he an IPA drinker or cause uh, yeah, the, the hoppiness doesn't punch you in the face. It's no, very, yeah. It's very, it's very smooth. It's crushable. It, yeah. It clocks in at 4.4%. Okay. So it's it won't get you in trouble. And yeah, you no. can 
drink. good uh, boat beer, beach beer, just hanging out. And let's talk about Jeremy. So uh, how did he come up with this? Well, what's the history behind J-Dubs? Okay. Um, yeah, so Jeremy was working. He was in the Army, and he was kind of uh, he was in, like, a more high-ranking position, you know, um, and desk job kind of thing. He wasn't, he didn't like it very much. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had to put on a suit every day and yeah. sit behind a computer. Um, and so he was interested in, in homebrewing, and... Um, so a friend of his, they, they got together and made some batches of beer, and uh, it kind of just went from there where they, you know, he's like, he cashed out with his uh, whatever version of a military, like 401k kind of thing, yeah. and then, um, you know, he ended up down here because his uh, his wife's father lived here in Sarasota. Okay. So his father-in-law lived here, and they ended up here in Sarasota. He liked the whole, like, island vibe kind of thing. Okay, uh, yeah. Thing, you, right. You, you can kind of get that vibe from our beer garden. Definitely. Between the beer garden and the logo, yeah, yeah. you get it, yeah. 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 And so, um, yeah, they started up J-Dubs, and um, he started at the time with uh, the head brewer with this guy named uh, Tom Harris, and um, they made, like, small batches of what is now up top. And right. And okay. that's basically how they started. And then they did a Kolsch. And then from there, um, it's gone to our four core brands, which is the up top, uh, poolside, Kolsch, uh, passion wheat, and then a uh, milk chocolate porter that we call Bell Cow. That Bell Cow, man. I was at an ABC the other day. And uh, these guys, I was just running in to see what new beer is. And I was grabbing wine for dinner. And these guys were just kind of like talking about what kind of stouts, what kind of porters, and uh, they look directly at your cans, yeah. and I totally be lied. I was like, yeah, if you guys have ever wanted a real, like, in a can, tasty, they're like, oh, dude, thank you, then I gave them a card. I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, listen to the podcast, so they're probably like, dude, you talked about us, That's or funny. probably never did listen, but uh, yeah, no, I love, I love that can, it's, it's a yeah. Such an easy drink. Uh, it's nice to have in the fridge. Just yeah, uh, Absolutely. and I am more of a darker. But this this last year or two, I'm getting more into hoppier. Uh, I've always been actually saison farmhouse and uh, and sours. So let's talk about some of your sours. Okay. When did this start? When did you guys feel like let's start making sours and uh, and some that we're really proud of? Sure. Um, when I first started working here, probably about four or so months in. Um, we, uh, this was back when Tom Harris was the head brewer. He made a, in a, in a three barrel batch, we made a kettle soured um, Berliner Weiss. And so, you know, I was completely ignorant to the process, so I just kind of stood back and watched. But um, I think most are at that time because it wasn't yeah. a thing. Definitely wasn't a thing yet. Sure. And we make our own sour starters. So what we do is we have our wort and we, um, we get a lactoculture with the wort and we, we pitch that into the um into the kettle once it's cooled down and let it sit over the weekend and um you know i usually come in and check on it over the weekend just because i can't help myself yeah but, um, <laughs> that's awesome i know i'd be uh, the same <laughs> yeah once i walk into the brewery and i smell that that sour smell i'm like okay good like <laughs> that's awesome that is but, so awesome and so we, we and what does that smell stuff. like because i'm like thinking have i smelled it while we go into uh, these breweries now like what is that smell that you can smell the sour it's a definitely it's a interesting smell it's if you've smelled like a lacto, it's not necessarily sharply pungent like sour smell. Yeah. It's kind of a more like rounded off sour smell. It's, okay. it's really hard to describe. Yeah. But um, it's once you smell it, you, you, you know. know. Yeah. yeah. Your indicator <laughs> ding, yeah. goes off. 
And um, so we, we've done a couple different Berliner Weisses. One year we did this thing called October Fest, where we had 20 or so different Berliner Weisses treated shit, 20 different really? ways. Like, so that was, uh, that was really interesting. Um, we made a, a tart IPA uh, a little while ago, maybe eight months ago, that was... Uh, I really enjoyed it. Before we blended some more pale ale into it, it was like strip the enamel off your teeth sour. Yeah. <laughs> so we definitely needed to cut that one down a little bit. Um, and then um, right now, actually, as we speak, um, one of the other brewers, Jack, is um, starting the boil on a tart IPA okay. right now. So um, so that'll be... We did a 15-barrel batch this time, which is a good amount. Good. And... Um, yeah, I really like the the Berliner Weiss as far as uh, treatments go because it's a very it's very versatile. Like you can do just about anything with it. Um, there's one that we do called uh, uh, I forget who came up with the name of it, but it's a Poblano Escobar, and it's um, a lemon lime Poblano <laughs> pepper one. Berliner Weiss. That's awesome. It's yeah, super tasty. Dude, I, I love what sours are doing now, and everybody's starting to catch on they're doing it any ones that you're drinking away from your own right now that you that you recommend like what are some of the the sours that you that um, you're drinking i'm trying to think of the name of the distill brewery i think okay. mm-hmm. um of, of, excuse me. one of the regulars that comes in here brought us a couple things from them and um they just popped up in orlando now you could actually oh, get really? some of their stuff in orlando yeah yeah because yeah, he was saying they only had a case of each beer at, at like a total, total wine. wine yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he, he grabbed one of each just to check it out. and um, Yeah, they're doing good stuff. Yeah, I, I had a really good, um, they said it was like a spontaneously fermented, like, wild yeast, uh, something like that. But um, really good, like, just a base Berliner Weiss kind of thing. And then they right. had a raspberry that was really good also. The raspberry, I think we had. Uh, we have a place called GB Bottle Shop that they just get them. They get them. They're always there, and it's awesome. Uh, Cascade, they always have Cascade there now. So it's it's very easy now to be able to drink some sours at home, and I think that's great. Yeah. You know, I, I'd like to enjoy my beer at home, and t- you tend to have to have some kind of farmhouse or some sour goza. Like, you have to go out and usually drink those, and now I'm glad that we're canning them or bottling them up. And, sure. Yeah. I we think. get um, quite a quite a few of the regulars that come in here are always up in the like either the georgia or north carolina area so we got a lot of wicked wheat in here yep. too, just to just pop it in us. yeah that's cool that people do that here in sarasota it, let's talk about the community community of sarasota um a lot of regulars you, you get a lot of regulars here right yep and then you get to bottle share you get to share other stuff with them how's that what's what's the regulars like um it's great i mean pretty much just I'll be working and I pop in and they're like here try this and I'm like okay great and that's so like, awesome oh, that's gross <laughs> are you honest though oh, you, you're you honest right I, I have to be yeah you have to be I look at you I and think I go, they you can just uh, see it in my face that's so funny yeah and let's talk about you so um, so what was high school like? Where, where you now? Do you play? Do you play music at all? Or like, what was what was something to get away from the schoolwork? What, what did you? What were you raised on? Like, what, what was fun for you? Um, so, let's see. When I was in high school, um, I did play a little bit of music, but yeah. it wasn't. It was just kind of dabbling some guitar. Um, but I was really heavily into photography. Okay. And uh, the high school I went to had a dark room, so I found myself in there a lot missing other classes by mistake <laughs> that's awesome in the dark room. but um yeah that was basically that's what i was all about um, do you still pl- uh, do you still use the camera not as much as i should i'm still interested in it mm-hmm. and um 
you know, it's something I should probably get back into, but I'd really, to be honest, I'd rather, if I didn't have a dark room, then it's kind of like, eh, I don't want to use the computer. Yeah, everything's digital. I mean, it is, and my father was a photographer growing up and uh, learned a lot of photography just through his pictures. He passed away when I was young, but it was just like going through his pictures. I was a photographer like you. I was in high school. I always had either like the Polaroid on one hip and the, the Kodak on the other, and it was just always like, I loved, loved photography, but now... I think I'm getting into it, the digital era. I mean, yeah, I, I think now uh, there's so many apps where you can make it look a certain way. Is sure. that cheating? Yeah, but it's but it's so accessible now. And if this is where I have to go with pictures, I don't want to lose a moment kind of thing. And it, right. it's such a catch twenty two now. It is, yeah. So, um, so you tried guitar. What kind of bands were you into though? What were, what were you? Um, well, I was all over the place. I mean, I mostly listened to like uh, you know, jam bands. Uh, bluegrass things like that rock and roll um, back then I listened to a little bit more uh, indie kind of music mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think um, I mean music's definitely a big part of you who, who doesn't like music exactly <laughs> so when we're brewing what do we like to listen to what are some of the things that you could brew because uh, if you come into this the, the brewery if you see your tanks it's easy to geek out Samuel yeah. Jackson's up there with sure. Pulp Fiction you got uh, uh, Big Trouble Little China yeah. I'm going to take a piss and I see you know the mural that you have inside their trading places you have a Mogwai you know like little gizmos there yeah. uh, people could geek out here easily um, Is do you guys geek out while making the beer though like is music a huge part of when you're when you're making brew yeah I mean we all we all have pretty similar music taste um uh, I'm a little eclectic. There's some like Frank Zappa going on and things like that, where sometimes people are like, "What in the hell are we listening to?" But um, we, we all pretty much like the same kind of music. Nice. Um, listen to a lot of uh, a lot of bluegrass, um, a lot of Grateful Dead stuff like that. Okay. Um, then uh, the head brewer, he, he's more into like more Metallica-esque kind okay. of. Okay. But, that that's happening a lot. Yeah. Actually, Frank Zappa was mentioned in the first episode, All so right. yeah, as more as much as you're like ah, eclectic, it's like nope. Yeah, yeah, no, he's. I guess yeah. I mean, that episode is interesting because the the music came into a huge controversial when uh, they dropped. Yeah, I'm not into Prince. Everybody, it was really funny. Yeah, now there is a, an inside joke going on. I thought it's awesome. I love every moment. Uh, yeah. So, did check a stat on you. Um, your favorite soundtrack is. It's on the website. Do you know what your favorite soundtrack is? Uh, yeah, the Life of Potter. Yeah, yeah. So is that your favorite Wes Anderson film? or? Um, for a while, it definitely was. Now I think when I watch it now, it's a little, it's more depressing than it is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and Darjeeling, I think people start to realize. Yeah, 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 people start to, I think, realize. It's like, yeah, they're a little, uh, they're a little downers. They really are. And I really think it is one of Bill Murray's best, best roles. Uh, but yeah. you just watch him go like thinking he's this amazing dad to what a shitsville really he is so but no it's i think life aquatic is it's an amazing idea that they did with a soundtrack being able to have uh now sue george or who sue, sue, sue george. jorge yeah i always went with the jorge and people were like really is that where you're going with that i was like i don't know i want to give him justice Maybe. to his name but a, a huge david bowie fanatic so okay. i thought that was such an amazing soundtrack and it really is yeah. um can we play that here for everybody? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, let's say in the brewery, like, I mean, uh, or sure. like, let's in say when brewery. we're making beer. <laughs> so we have a new uh, head brewer here. Well, I can't say new. How long has he been here, the head brewer now? Um, Matt started, let's see, not this 
most recent November, but the November before. Before that, so a year and four months or so. And how'd that go with Tom leaving and then getting Matt in? Was it a crazy transition or? No, I think it was a pretty smooth transition. Um, That's basically when I went from being like a brewer's assistant cellarman to actually being a brewer. Okay, nice. Around that time. Um, So that was cool. We, um, you can smell that smell I was talking about. Yeah. That's the sound. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, put your nose to the speaker. You'll be able to smell it. No, that's really good. Um, but yeah, that's it was it was a pretty smooth transition, and he's a really, he's uh, a cool guy. Yeah. Man, a few words, but. Definitely. Yeah, really? He just focuses on his work? Yeah. So yeah, the, we could actually say he's here right now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's sitting right there with the microphone, and you would never know. Um, so we've worked with him for, I guess, 14 months, and he get, you guys have this freedom together. What's the collaboration with you guys like? What is that like? Um, it's mostly, I mean, to be honest, it's mostly, you know, I'll say something, and I'll wonder if he was, you know, even really listening. Paying attention. <laughs> and then a couple of days later, I'm brewing that beer we were talking about. So yeah. it's, um, it can be like that, or, you know, but he's... Cool He's a cool guy, right? Yeah, definitely a cool guy. And then, how many people do we have brewing in here now? Because J Dubs, like I said, I was at a uh, I was at an ABC in Orlando, mm-hmm. and I'm able to say, "Here, try these beers." Um, we we have distribution. Let's talk a little bit about distribution then. Um, who, who do who's distributing your beers? Uh, so up in your area, I'm guessing that would be Cavalier. Yeah, Cavalier has you. Yeah, and then uh, down in this part of the or this part of the state, it's uh, uh, JJ Taylor. Okay. Okay, and then we could get you what, like Total Wines, ABC, Publix, gas stations. Yeah, yeah. Like it's we're all over. Yeah, I was before I was brewing here. I was joking. I was down in like an hour south of here, drove by a gas station. I was like, I'm gonna grab some up top, and I walked out, and I was like. Yeah, it's like, like you got to be kidding me. They have up top. I was like, yeah. So, do you drink mostly your own beers, though? I mean, you Hon- could. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah, right? I drink. Um, we hear that. We hear that a lot. I mean, we have a satellite location, and I go there and I have the option to drink all these other beers, but I, for the most part, I'm drinking up top or uh, left on Lido or dandelion rye Dude. or something like that. I'm yeah, this left on Lido is it's great. I'm trying to get Jillian to have some, but uh, she's working. Here, grab some beers. There we go. And now I'm going with the the, the right on, right and dandy. So let's talk about the the Ryan dandy. Let's talk about this. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, got some dandelion in there. I'm about to. Don't think that's supposed to be in there. <laughs> as we're sitting outside. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the Ryan Ryan dandy. What am I sipping right here? So um, the Ryan dandy is a rye a dandelion rye IPA, and what that means is, in the beginning of the boil, instead of using all. Uh, bittering hops to bitter the the wort. I actually use in this particular batch. I use 20 pounds of dandelion greens in the boil. Um, so if you're not familiar with dandelion greens, they're very bitter. So, um, but they also um, they have like a, an herbal flavor to them because you know they are. It's a dandelion. It's a green. dandelion. Yeah. And um, I I really feel like the the dandelion green goes very well with the the rye flavor that because that has that different you know most people aren't used to the rye rye and beer you know it's not a very common no it's thing. not right um, so I I feel like those two flavors really go well together right and it's also it's very I mean it's when you hear it right at first you think oh man that's gonna be a little bit strong or like um, no yeah very smooth. Um, 
and super tasty. How long did it take to get this one right? How do you feel, like, what did you think? Like, uh, Well, I did it first on a three-barrel system. Okay. So, um, that one turned out great first oh, time. Nice. And um, then we did it again on the on our 15-barrel system, but we only did seven barrels of it because we have a, a seven-barrel fermenter. Okay. And so that's what the batch you're tasting now. I'm going into the oatmeal stout now because I'm sure we've had oatmeal stouts. People have had them. Uh, so what's different about this one that I'm about to try? It's a it's a pretty much it's oatmeal stout. Oatmeal stout. Um, okay. The other brewer, uh, Jack Melody, he brewed that one. Oh, that is. Oh, wait. It's got a nice roastiness to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. And so that's not always on rotation, right? The oatmeal stout? No. It just got put on rotation. First on, time ever? Uh, on Friday. This particular oatmeal stout? Yeah, this yeah. is the first time. Okay. We, um, we've had oatmeal stouts in the past. I will definitely give them uh, good reviews because, yeah. no, nah, it's really good. Sure. I am. I'm, I'm an oatmeal guy. Like, stouts, like I said in the beginning, I used to be heavy into stouts. That was it. Like, the darker, the better. And now I'm tasting so much, so much that... As I'm getting lighter and lighter, and I think it is because I think farmhouse sessions and stuff like that. I mean, uh, saisons. Uh, any saisons that we've ever made, or any kind of farmhouse? Are you ever thinking of um, getting crazy like that? We've done some kind of what I would say like faux saisons. Yeah, not true. Uh, but actually, we're about to. We have these two barrels that we just did. We put a Baltic porter in one and a wee heavy in the other, and they're bourbon barrels. Okay. But, um, we're gonna clean them up. And we're going to do kind of like a Flanagan's Red kind of thing. Uh, okay. And uh, ferment it with Brett. And so that should be a fun one. That's going to be amazing. Up. Yeah. Um, so. Have you ever done a Brett before? Or? Uh, we've done one in the past. It was a Brett barley wine in a George Stickle barrel. Okay. And that was uh, called American Wild. It's a... Uh, it was good at first, but I feel like I've had it now for probably two years sitting in my cellar yeah. so to speak and uh, it, uh, I think it's just going to get better okay good it was a little uh, crazy at first <laughs> and then we just dropped this name Wee Heavy yes. um, what am I drinking here then with the Wee Heavy so the, the Wee Heavy is um, I mean that's that's the style it's a little bit it's about 20 shillings above a scotch ale so um, I believe this one clocks in at like 9.7 does it but it <laughs> definitely doesn't drink like it no, that thing is smooth. Uh, yeah. One of our sound guys, Adam Tobias, he's a huge Scotch. Uh, scotch. This would, this Scotch ale would be all over. He would love this. We just uh, oh, we it just smells pulled good some too. of that out of a bourbon barrel too. So we okay. have some bourbon barrel aged nice. wheat heavy, which I'm kind of, I would say I'm a little bit over the whole trend with the bourbon barrel. That was coming in. Let's talk about it. Let's talk because yeah. I was going to say, how many barrels do you have back there? And are you now going, why do we buy so many if you have? to? Uh, yeah. Is the trend taking over for this right now? Like, how many barrels do we have back there? Uh, we actually only have three bourbon okay, barrels. Okay, that's good. If not, I don't know what that third barrel is, actually. I'm pretty sure that's a bourbon barrel. Um, what we really focus on, rather than bourbon barrels, uh, because that's, to me, kind of played out, is uh, we have a really good deal with Siesta Key Rum. Okay. Rum, Drum Circle Distilling is what they're their company is named and uh we trade back and forth they give us rum barrels we age our beer in them we give them back they put rum back into them um and i think let's see i know they've done at least three years in a row where they won like an international rum competition okay. like people's choice kind of thing so they they are very highly acclaimed there that's they good really good rum yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need to we'll get it i'll do liquor one other year it's so funny how i for me liquor never been a thing but 
everybody's saying it like you need to try whiskey you need to do more whiskey and I'm like I don't know I don't know it, it took me a while to get into the beer so wine was always like my thing okay. and then beer but let's think like eight being 42 10 years ago there was only a selection of six maybe I would go yes 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 to drink mm-hmm. now there's not enough it's that overwhelming I, yeah I, I don't think I have enough hours in the day to drink beer and I don't think I could ever drink that much beer. So, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy how much beer we could get now. And we realized even doing this podcast, I mean, it was just like, you could do 52 weeks, you know, every week a new brewer. And I'm like, we could probably do this for three years by the time we get to three years. We could go to a fourth. And uh, it's crazy. So let's talk about you brewing. But then what if you weren't brewing? What would you be doing? What, what is something that, yeah, <laughs> like let's say two years ago, you just went, you know what? Not my thing, but what are what are some other things that you could think of? Like, I'd ra- I, I would have rather have been doing that. Like, what are some of the passions that you have? Uh, um, well, I was working at a health food store. And okay, retail is not fun. So let's check that off the list. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, my my girlfriend has just recently started teaching classes, or she's about to start teaching classes for food fermentation and making kombucha. Oh, where, where, like where? That. Um, she'll be teaching at the Sustainable Living Conference this weekend up in uh, Bland City. Dude, that's awesome. And then she'll be teaching locally um, in Bradenton and in Sarasota, two different places. Um, so, I mean, that's before I got into the actual the alcohol fermenting, mm-hmm. I was really interested in that. So making a kind of a living traveling and doing that would be pretty cool. No, I was just going to say, that sounds like something you could totally do. And then yeah. you guys get to work together. Yeah. And that'd be awesome. So, uh, and what's her name? What, uh, what's your girlfriend's her name? name? Is Jillian. Jillian. And how long have you guys been together? Uh, a little over three years. Three years? That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, no, love is, we have, she's always with us. Jillian's always with us. So we, we love popping her in. She does our photography and design. So you'll get to talk to her about photography, get you back into that. Yeah. So, so plans just staying in, in Sarasota, huh? He's obviously here, here you are. Yeah. Uh, not leaving J-Dubs anytime soon. Nope. Because you have some good freedom making these beers. Any beers that you could think of in the future? Like what are some of the, some of the fruits, some of the, the foods that you want to work with? Are there any out there you're excited about? seasons coming up like maybe like spring sure. or summer i mean um i'm always interested in using whatever local especially like foraged ingredients i could use that'd be obviously on a small scale um and then um you know we've got some kind of fun ideas for like uh jeremy's always wanted to make this uh like spruce spruce like ipa yeah like that where um, you get like spruce pines up from like the northwest like yeah yeah that's the only i've really that's very good that's kind of difficult to source yeah 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 um, something like that would be fun oh that'd be amazing and um and yeah there's always some some kind of off the wall stuff going on with uh i mean see jack just uh jack and i actually did a i did the first mash and he did the second mash of an imperial salted caramel stout which sounds okay. crazy so mm-hmm. i'm interested to see what it's like yeah <laughs> and uh is that going on now or like how long until we see that about two weeks from two now. weeks oh okay not bad okay it just got started on friday okay that's awesome and then uh so here we have an amazing large place but the more we're starting to can the more production going on do we need to expand j-dubs right now or do you have enough room where you guys are making it's making in the near future it is right yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, anything in the new, near future coming up for you guys like any new news uh, of ex- like expansions or is there something 
nothing as far as like nothing set in stone, but um, you know, I don't know. I kind of just yeah. uh, brew, <laughs> <laughs> and you're brewing really well, man. So, because uh, right now, what we have 14 on there, um, so we always have the four, like the the poolside, the Kolsch, and uh, uh, anything else that. I guess on those taps, uh, once one leaves, what do you always have? Like, what's the next one on there? Yeah, we generally yeah. have something, and then um, we always, when we do our like our more rare stuff, we always save six tools of it or so. Okay. So, like you know, say we're having some special event, we might throw on some like Siesta Key rum barrel aged, whatever that we have. But um, there's always something. There's always something fun back yeah. there in the cooler. Okay, good, good. Because I noticed that you guys do have a lot of fun, like reading all the, the tap handles and like everything just under there and all the flavors. So let's get back into community because I do like, I'm really liking Sarasota as I'm driving through it and it's been a long time since I've been here. Um, it's opening up. How's the community to you though? So do we work close with other uh, other com- like businesses here, small businesses? Yeah, we're, we're definitely... Um, Any we want to give a little shout that. out to? Like... Uh, well, we work with a lot of different people. We have uh, we have a um, let's see, what's it called? Uh, uh, community service that we hold like every every um, I'm drawing a blank here. Every month we we have a community service, whether it's uh, for like um, the Humane Society. Okay, or nice. There's a local garden here that we help. Right. We do okay. Volunteers, and then all the people that are part of JDub Street Team is what the community service thing is called. Um, I saw that on the website, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the street yeah. team, yeah. So they all come back here afterwards, and there's pizza, and there's free beer. The, so I could ever get, say no to that. That's, yeah, that's so, a perfect day. And then we'll do, uh, what's that, Habitat for Humanity. Okay. Just a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, and I like that, that you give back to the community, and they give back to you, because I did see that street team, and I thought that was really interesting, that people are doing that hopefully you are as a brewery or if you are into small businesses in a city like this that you are doing something like that and i noticed that j-dubs is and i think that's really it's cool it's down to earth and that's something it seems like actually right up your alley too you know so i think that's really cool any other florida breweries any collabs that you've done oh yeah let's Uh, do that okay so so yeah here here we are in sarasota is there any other breweries that we work with anybody that we're collaborating collaborating with um most recently we've collabed with uh cory from three sons brewing nice nice um, we We just met him the other day oh cool yeah he's really nice guy super rad um i don't believe his brewery is actually open yet but he's been brewing through two different brass taps okay um, and he has some really cool ideas he taught me a lot um, when I we made a, an imperial stout with them. Nice. And, and what's that like working with another brewer? There you are. Are you open to learn more things, or is there like, yeah, right? I mean, as long as everyone's friendly, it's totally cool because you always you're always gonna learn something. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think for the most part, no one really is. So. Yeah. No. You all want to make the same thing. You all make. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have similar interests. You know? Good. Good. Um, so that was fun. Um, definitely learned a lot about making stouts better yeah okay yeah. okay yeah so but other than that uh collaboration wise it's been it's been a while really we don't we don't really have very many collaborations we did one with cigar city before i was even here uh, which is funny because matt tucker was the one who came down here okay and brewed with uh tom harris and oh okay so that's uh that was the kettle monster which is a uh, hoppy schwartz beer the dark right. lager um, so that was that was interesting, but um, 
Yeah, definitely look forward to doing more collaborations. Uh, ever think out of Florida, some other breweries that you might want to ever collab with? or? Yeah, I mean... Some of your favorites that you know of, like out of state. So when you travel, you have to travel, obviously, to, to sure. talk beer, drink beer, learn beer. Uh, any other your favorite breweries out there? Um, I'm quite partial to Odell. Okay. And Fort Collins. That's okay. Definitely a good one. Uh, I don't know anybody there, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. What's up? Hey. Who's this? Who do we have? This is, uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. J Dub. Hey. J Dub, good to meet you. you. Very good. Here, yeah, we'll put you on there. Jumping into East Drop. No, no, you got to do mic drop. So here you go. The mic's right here. What what are we talking about right now? We're talking about you. Jeremy, who are you? Can you hear me well? Yeah, actually, really well, yeah. So who are you? Uh, Well, I'm a tourist. I like short walks, not long walks. Not long walks, right? But anywhere on the beach or even in the hills is fine with me um, if there are hills, as long as there's no alligators. There's a. Oh yeah, Sarasota. How many alligators do we feel we have in Sarasota? None. Too many. No shit. Really? You guys have? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Really? I, I hate alligators. Yeah. Usually, I thought they were about closer to I see the them water. Every day. Every day. Not walking around here. No, on the golf no. course. Okay. Do you have a gator? Do you have one named? Uh-uh. Okay. This has been a, a thing we didn't know. We've had. This, you would have been the fourth brewery now to have a, a named alligator somewhere in the brewery. That then we definitely it. won't do it because that sounds cliche yeah. as hell. <laughs> so let's talk about you. So and I the- can't name them after like golf carts, you know, golf stories. I have all these funny golf names and golf stories, but I don't do any... If anyone else is doing it, we try not to do it. I mean, some things you're going to do, but it's like so many people are follow follow the head or, or follow the lead and see what other guys are doing and go, ooh, these guys are doing a big juicy double IPA. Let's go one-up that. And you know, I'm like, fuck. The, can I swear yeah, on the show? I'm yeah. like, fuck that. You know, it's and we're like that. You know, and it's, you know, I'm I'm an irreverent son of a bitch at heart. You know, and and so and very authentic. You know, everything we do here oozes with authenticity. J Dubs is a positive, um, a very positive, upbeat one. But um, you know, if it's if, if it's it's all about doing your own thing. You know, and that's I think that's the key to any successful business. Even it's it's reinventing yourself. It's innovation. And it's following your own. It's following your own muse. And if and if uh, if someone else is doing it, we don't want to do it. So let's talk about three words. Three words. Ready? You said one of them. Quality. Let's talk about quality. Yeah. So I mean, like, if you look at our, I mean, Evan. You know, you got Evan here. Evan was. Evan is an all-star, man. This guy showed up. Our first, our first head brewer, Tommy Harris. You know, when uh, I think Tommy was getting ready to leave. You know, we had a, a great. A, a great breakup, if you will, about as good as it can be, and he's still a very good friend. Okay, and good, good. But and where's know, Tommy now? Then where is he at now? He's working at a place called Brew Life. Okay. Uh, they're going to be, and he he's doing his nomadic thing. Tommy's Tommy, man, and if, as long I'm, as Tommy's I'm got his air in his lugs and, and uh, a little, you know, enough money to 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 buy some good beer, you know, I think I think Tommy's happy. But you know, he's just a, he's just a happy-go-lucky, simple dude. Definitely a foodie and, and an and an artist. And that's kind of why we had to part, you know. Tommy, Tommy was a, dreams, aspirations. Well, no, Tom, Tom, Tommy is a—he's a pinch of this and a dash of that kind of brewer. Very soulful, you know, very artistic, and um, that's that's wonderful on certain levels. But once you start getting into the production level and getting as big as we were becoming at the time, and you know we've surpassed that now by by, by leaps and bounds. Yeah, um, you just have to have that consistency. And that's not Tommy's wheelhouse. Not that he can't do that. That's just not where his heart is. The production, you know, getting bigger and putting out thousands of barrels a year and, you know, 
I hate to say monotonous, but doing the same thing for for your core beers. Tom, Tommy would rather have a base beer and bring in a tincture of this and a dash of that and, a, and all soulful artistic stuff, you know? So. And with Evan, we've learned this today. We learned that how much there is that quality and there's that differences that we're having, you know, and I yeah, think that's great. Yeah, so, you know, Tom, Tommy brought in Evan and, and Evan worked his way up extremely fast and uh, he's our lead brewer now, but, you know, he's... Yeah, he's, he's just one of those, you have quick learns in anything. I don't know if Evan's a quick learn in other areas, but when it comes to brewing, he certainly is. Um, so, Well, he's getting the podcast idea. He's getting that. He's quick learning on this. So is that's he? Good. Yeah. Does he look like yeah. Rob Zombie? Yeah, he's <laughs> just sitting right here. I want everybody to be like, really? Is that what I just heard? Like, yeah, he does. So let's talk about innovation. Let's but, talk about the, the well, second Well, you know, but with quality, though, okay. you know, that's just it. With the brewers, you know, it always, our most important hire has always been head brewer, you know? And I'm, and I'm not a brewer. I mean, I can make homebrew. Me and Evan have been talking about homebrewing for a long time that's how I started was home yeah, brewing yeah. so I know enough to be dangerous but you know for our model and the way I approach it I like the fact that I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a production brewer right. I don't want to be you know but you're just but, enjoying but I, this yeah and you know I think there's something too I'd rather be I'd rather not know all the reasons why I can't make something happen okay you know, I'd rather just be the asshole telling guys, no, make it happen anyway. Yeah. You know, we get there. It's like Henry Ford, you know. <laughs> Henry Ford said he wanted a V8, and his, his engineers kept saying it can't be done. You know, a year later, he said, I don't care, do it anyway. A year later, he said, keep going, I want a V8. Uh, didn't happen. He said, all right, I want it I want it done, make it happen. And three years later, he had the, the V8. So, you know, I, and not <laughs> Henry Ford by any means, but, you know, you don't need, or like the owner of a restaurant doesn't need to be, uh, the chef. No, you know, exactly. Rarely yeah. are they. So it's a symbiotic re- relationship and hopefully a, a very um, healthy relationship. But I always wanted to be um, just the uh, glorified beer enthusiast that owns the company and, and lead the way with, with the direction and let the brewers do what they do best and, and find good talent. So that's with the quality piece. You know, and Matt Tucker has won a gold medal at the GABF. He's won a gold medal at the U.S. Open Beer Championship mm-hmm. um, with our yeah, full side. Yeah, right. And he's won. Uh, what else? He's won every. He's won best beer in Florida with his Vienna Lager while he was at CCB. So I poached him from Cigar City. You know, he was he was uh, higher up there, and I knew firsthand from Joey Redner, who's a friend of mine, that that he, you know, Matt was extremely well thought of there. And, um, and Matt, what's that? What's that like being good friends with uh, with breweries like Cigar City? You guys have each other's back. It's what That's it's all awesome. about. It's why I left. Yeah. You know, it's why I left the government. You know to to be with good people in an asshole-free environment. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's becoming, you know, right now we're at a real crazy time in craft brewing. We, we started that. That's how it started this episode. It's a crazy time Well, right I now. mean, breweries are dropping out. I don't know if you talked about Speakeasy out of San Francisco, but there were many tens of thousands of barrels, and they just filed for bankruptcy. Damn. Um, you know, that point just went out of business, and now they got um, purchased by Big Storm, so... We'll see what direction that heads. Our big storm sister or parent company, what what have you. So you know, Fat Point went under, Speakeasy went under, and you know it's hard, man. It, mm-hmm. it, it, people, you know, we were we were in this romantic sort of honeymoon stage as a as this isn't the first time it happened. It happened in the '90s as well, but um, or say early 2000s, still early for me. And I stay yeah. up late now and get up late. So, <laughs> uh, but um, you know, this has happened in the industry before. There's been a big boom before and a shakeout, not to this level, but it's going to keep on happening. You know, and I'm actually looking forward to it. Okay. You know, because I think yeah. we're losing some of that. You know, this is the first. We have a craft brewers conference coming up in about a month now. And this is the first one I'm not going to go to in about six years. Wow. And that's that's our big trade show because it's just becoming big. It's becoming 
you, you don't have the fraternal. Uh, you know, I'm a very perceptive guy, and I can read off other uh, off of a vibe, you know, real well. And I just don't feel it. You know, I don't feel the same the same level of, of openness, and not from the Brewers Association, but just from the group as a whole. Okay, are we letting uh, younger breweries now maybe attend these things as you... Well, it was always, you know, you know the cool thing about about craft brewers is there's there's really no, hey, 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 little guy, come here, I've been doing this. I mean, there's True. a couple of guys yeah. who do that, yeah. but I know... I'm sure they do. I know of only one on the East Coast, and he's he's many uh, states up north, but, but he's still a good guy if you know how to take him, but... Uh, no, I mean, we've always been a, a cool, you know, fraternal, friendly bunch. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed, you know, I like to get out of, out of Sarasota and even Florida as often as I can just because I've ha- I have wanderlust in me, not because I don't want to be here. But whenever there's a reason, you know, I'll get out and, and travel and explore craft breweries in different areas. And what I'm, I'm just feeling now isn't the same the same vibe that I felt, you know, five, six, seven years ago. Now, is the own underground getting overcrowded? Is that what's happening right now, too? Is it just I think like it's becoming, maybe... I think there's there are aspects that are coming cliche. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, I think we got to be real careful as an industry how we act and what kind of beers we put out. You know, when I see breweries putting out spiked water... Give me a give me a fucking break, dude. I'm sorry, but if you're a craft brewer and you're putting out spiked wire water, we may be cool, we may be tight, you may be my best friend, but I'm gonna look you in the eye and tell you, dude, you're not in my wheelhouse. Right. That's I, I didn't I didn't do something soulful to make spiked cherry fucking flavored water, you know. And I'm just being the irreverent asshole that I am right now. I mean, I'm just I'm just being real because I don't get to do it that often, and with the J Dub's persona, you know, and that's not what the J Dub's persona is, but. You know, you know what's I, funny is we actually have something that's called brutally honest. We do this like every week where we actually let somebody come in like social media to be brutally honest. That's a question for the. Well, here yeah. you are coming in. You're it. You're brutally no, honest. You know, today. And, and the flip, that's awesome. You know the flip. The well, you know what? I've got some time under my belt now. You right. know, I'm yeah. not so. I, I know where J Dubs is. I know that. I know what our beer is all about. It's been reviewed by by heavyweights in the industry all favorably. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying ours is the best. I'd be a dickhead if I said that. But we make good beer, you, make great you know, beer. And, yeah. and we and and because I I would not have the J Dub's name on it, and the brewers who work here wouldn't work here if we didn't believe in this beer. If we take something off in our beer in our tap room, I'm grabbing one of the brewers, and we're, we're all huddling around it trying okay, to figure good. out what the hell it is. Yeah. If we don't think it's up to par, we pull it. And is it okay to give these guys that freedom? You love giving the guys the freedom to make these between Evan and Matt making beers like that. I, I you know I don't know what you call it. I I don't know what you call our approach because. Some of these recipes, like each one of the outside of poolside Kolsch, which Tommy really just liked making the Kolsch style, but the other flavor profiles were my ideas. Okay. Bell Cow Milk Chocolate Porter, mm-hmm. that was my idea. Uh, the Passion Wheat was my idea. And up top even, well, I wanted something to counterbalance Highlight, which mm-hmm. was the, the big, there you well, go. it's that still the league dog. It is, yeah. Delicious IPA. Yeah. And I wanted something completely opposite from it. But I don't. I mean, it just is what it is. I'm not saying that as a pat on my back, but at the on the other side, we have these guys doing whatever they want to do. I don't pay attention necessarily. I mean, I, I can't tell you how often I walk into the tap room and see something on the they just put out, and I had no idea we brewed it. So what is I, it I like, like tasting that. that beer for the first time? What is it like? You're, no, it's here you fun. Are. Yeah? It, you know, it, it, it's gotta be. It, it, it's fun doing that. I like kind of you know, it, it it's fun for me to go, ooh, what do we got here, you know, and right. try this. So, sometimes it's completely them. Sometimes it's me leading the way. And, um, you know, sometimes it's a combination of both. Okay. You know, we just made Juicy, the double IPA that I'm, I'm a big fan of. I'm a really big fan of this beer. Okay, nice. The guys did it extremely well. You know, it's all, it's well, not all, but probably 95, 90% plus 
Citroen Mosaic hops, right? Love it. Got yeah. a little, little tiny bit of Falconers in there, just a tiny bit, yeah. Which would be good because it can, you know. But any, anyways, um, then that was essentially, you know, me, me reading about this certain type of style, of the double IPA that's popular right now. Going, I haven't really seen anything like that. Could we hit it out the park with something like that? I emailed Matt and Evan, and you know, we all kind of collaborated together, and Matt had a good recipe and. We incorporated some of my thoughts into what Matt did, and you know we're gonna we're gonna make that again here pretty soon. But um, yeah, that's um, you know, but and, and I don't, you know that just led me to another idea too. I mean, we talk about innovation, and we talk mm-hmm. about the quality piece, but that's but that's so so it's, it's collaborative. I was gonna approach. ask that was that the uh, you know and again the biggest thing is for me is it's like you know and I and I had this there was an employee once who the public never saw who came in here and tried to treat me like, oh, hey, dude, you're just some stupid kid that doesn't know anything about about brewing. Well, I do know quite a bit about brewing, but, you know, I'm the guy with the experience, you know, s- you know, calm down, kid. All right. You know, it's like, dude, everything you see around you right now just started with my with my mind in a notepad. It's like, don't don't come into my house and talk to me like I'm like I'm an idiot because no. you, you won't be here long. I will. I'm J-Dub. Yeah, you're, you're the you one know? So, the I, so it's also yeah. finding brewers and people... And not that that happens a lot, but it has happened, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm not a brewer. There has been some people that that would want to challenge me. But like I said, I, I squash that really quick. Good. You know, so. And then let's go to the third word, then culture, because if that's the case, you got quality, innovation, culture. I mean, that's that's a huge one for you guys to hold. Yeah. What's the culture? What is the culture? Well, well, well with the innovation part, you know, I'll just, you know, talking about milk chocolate porter, we coined that term with and 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 you're just keeping me on track right now i, I appreciate like it, it. Yeah. i've got Always. add really yeah. bad so um you know you talk about the the, the in, you know the innovation part milk chocolate porter we coined that term with the tax and trade bureau in dc so okay. not that we were the first to do a milk chocolate porter like um, or use that term i know funky was doing it with their nib smuggler about the same time we came out with bell cow but it was just looking for something unique you know passion fruit and mango wheat beer I dare you to find another one. Not that it's not. They might be done, but I, I dare you to right, find one in cans. Right. Anywhere. Anywhere. Just go look for it. Same with the milk chocolate porter year-round. Mm-hmm. You know, and so everything we do for J-Dubs, it's always been about taking taking a style that's popular and putting your own innovative twist, twist your own. on it. Yep. Okay. You know, not going, oh, these guys made a fucking milk chocolate porter. Let's go make a better milk chocolate porter. You know, and that's just so lame, and it's being done. Well, there's so many a popping up right yeah, now, you know, and it's just, and it's just like, dude, uh, and honestly, like, you know, I know my social media guy, Taylor, mainly because he's a beer geek himself and he, he's just a, such a fraternal guy, but he follows other pages and breweries pages and shit. Honestly, I could care less what other breweries do. Mm-hmm. And he, the, he positions that to you? Does he say, hey, look what so-and-so, a New England that they're doing here? No, no? He, he knows okay. better than that. Okay, good. Because he probably knows that I tell him, look, if, if you're reading about what something else is yeah, doing, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and, and my guys know my personality at this point, you know, like you don't know me, so maybe you think I'm a little gruff, but um, I'm really not, you know, it's just, it's just me being like, a, like you said i'm just being honest and candid my guys know that about me now they're not you know i think they know that i'm not a dick i can be but i've never think i've been one of any of my guys um bk saw it one time with that with that dude from that certain uh, music licensing company (laughs) i chewed his ass all the way out out of the out of the building it was pretty funny but uh and rita was here she's like i never seen you like that before it's like yeah you have no idea how, how much more i'd like to be like that i just don't allow myself but um so that's the innovation part, you know, doing it. And when we talk about innovation, I'll do a spoiler. I'm, I'm creating a new brand. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to say what it's named just yet. Okay, but okay. in the next few months, just, yeah. just keep an eye out. There's going to be a whole Let's new brand okay. coming out. 
Um, tried asking about it, but okay. Well, good, and that's, good. you know, with, with J-Dubs... And we'll, we'll, we'll come back and talk about it, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, well, no, right? and I'll just say that, you know, with J-Dubs, you know, it's everything... It, it, see, it's easy to be authentic with J-Dubs because this is part of my soul. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, this. So when you're, you when you're doing all, something like, that's part of your soul... You've been on this for 15, 10, 15 minutes, and you know. You know, yeah, within yeah. 15 seconds, you knew. Well, you know, and, that, and that's just so... So it's easy to be authentic with J-Dubs because it, it's literally who I am. Yeah. But just like all of us, it's, it's, a, it's a part of who I am. It's not all of who I am. So, um, like I said... Um, you know, and and that part of who I am is extremely positive, is extremely communal, is extremely fraternal. And not that this other part isn't, but I want to get a little dark, and I want people to see the part of me that you're kind of seeing right now, which is a part of me that says, you know, if you're an asshole, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know, Jada won't say that. I won't say that because that's just not. I'm very committed to the brand. You know what we right. represent. And we're positive. You know, I'll let it slide off my shoulders. But just like all of us, there's that irreverent son of a bitch inside of me. If you're picking on me, I want to. This is I your baby. Yeah, yeah and, and pin, so pin somebody in the corner. It's going to be yeah. more of a. It's going to be. It's, it's not going to be quite as happy go lucky as J Dubs is. I'll just put it that way. But we're going to have fun with it. We're going to have a real good time good. with that. So, oh, we'll definitely be talking that. That's innovation, and you know, we talk about it too. It's not some catchy little. Oh, hey, let's make up this new. Bra- ha ha ha! Let's get more sales, bro, or any bullshit like that. It's like, this is part of my soul. I love it, but I need to express part of another part of my soul too. Oh, yeah. Just like all of us, you know, Good. none of us are one-dimensional. So, anyways, more like a right hand to a left hand. But then he, the culture, I don't know. I don't know what the culture is. I mean, I think... We have a very uh, distinct vibe here. Yeah, people say that, you know. Yeah. People say when you come in here, um, it's a little weird right now because there's no white noise. We, we usually have music going on, but... Uh, I had I mean, you guys turn it down. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah. No, it's not our <laughs> fault. I mean, not maybe. But I'm just saying, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just an upbeat, fun, laid-back, like... I don't know. It is. I mean, you go inside there, and then you're back here. It's laid back. This is where I want to drink a beer. Yeah. I want this situation. I want to be talking to a brewer, having a beer, and being able to just yeah, shoot the shit. And I with think you guys. one of the, one of the cool thing is too is that you, you don't see us too. And I'll talk in generalities, and I'll talk about things as an industry, and just being honest that that are bothering me right now, etc. I'll never call out people or specific breweries unless I mean that would be they'd really have to be a like a pissed you off. Like well, not piss me off. Cause you guys piss me off that are my friends. I mean, for someone for me to talk bad about them publicly, they'd have to be a, a whole new level of dickhead. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Fortunately, <laughs> nothing's coming to my mind right now. But, um, you know, so you'll never hear my guys talking about about. I mean, now, now, now we're human beings, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, like you, if you're sitting with one of your best pals having a beer, you might open up to them. Oh, a you gotta bit. be honest, yeah. Right. You know, but with us, I mean, that's part of our code of conduct is never talk bad about another brewery. Never. So there's many reasons why somebody yes, could good. leave that brewery and then it's a friend business. of yours goes in. Yeah, yeah it's good and just, business. And just I don't want to be that guy. You can't bite yourself in the ass. Yeah, and we don't want to be like we don't want to be the assholes. We'd rather be the cool guys going. You know what? Even if someone's doing something kind, and it, I mean stuff like that. And I don't necessarily the local other local breweries, but you see guys trying to. I would interpret it as trying to compete with some of the stuff we're doing sometimes. I'm not saying anyone. I'm not even saying the locals. But Evan, would you agree that we've seen it out there quite a bit? He's, you know, a good so, nod. Be like, you know, yeah. so. But again, you know, and it, when you first hear it from me, like back, back when I first opened J Dubs, you know, and I was less secure, it would really piss me off. Like, wait, what are these guys doing? Oh, of course, we've been doing I mean, that for a month and hitting out of the park, and now these guys are doing it. Yeah. And so, but now it's just like, I mean, really, imitation is the highest form of flattery. And you know what? By the time these guys are figuring out, are are halfway getting to. Uh, Stealing our idea, 
we're on to the next idea. Okay, good. You know, good, so it's like right? you know, and it's like good for you, man. And and, and like. You know, I always say if it's good for if it's good for small business and the community and people do embrace it, even mm-hmm. if someone's following our lead, it's like you know what, other other businesses are being supported by this, and this is this ultimately what the people want. You know, and, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm a free market. A, yeah, you focus. The people is who I think we focus on. Uh, good it. crowds coming in. I mean, again, we talked about you know spring training coming back up, and you're getting these you know your typical. In their mid forties, fifties, gentlemen coming in trying new beers that well, it's not their Heineken, it's not their Bud Light yeah, cans. And that, and I think that's part of the culture too. You know, that's like, the culture. It's it's everyone is welcome. Yeah. You know, and I had a forty six page business plan getting ready for J Dubs, and, and almost none of that shit came to fruition. Like, let's just ask how many of those pages. Ninety percent. You know, some of it was for the bankers, but you know, like ninety sure, percent of, of it just yeah. turned out not even close. Right. But um, that is the one. I wouldn't say the only thing, but pretty fucking close. That was that was one of the only things that um, that we hit the nail on the head on. If you come here, you'll see you'll see girls in yoga pants. Maybe not as much as Evan would like to, but we'll you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> I can't say so every I'm Sunday, a married man, yeah. You know, but, so, but, uh, but every no, no, Sunday you see the yoga. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> his, his girlfriend's a good friend of, of mine as well. But so, um, but uh, you know, no, I mean, you'll see you'll see gals in yoga pants in their twenties. Uh, sitting next to retired men and women in their seventies. Yeah. Sitting next to tatted up guys. Um, next to you know what I mean. It's just like there's every single next to a family with little kids. We're very family oriented here, and that's the one thing that you know. I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of places where not everybody feels comfortable in Sarasota. Right. It's like you got to fall into a certain de- demographic or look. It's like my big fat tattooed ass on the golf course. <laughs> You should see the looks I get out there. Yeah, I'm sure you do. That's how we kind of started. I mean, Sarasota for me has always been that upscale. And I mean, I've helped out at the Sarasota Film Festival a few times. I've had to come out here because I worked at the Florida Film Festival, Maitland. And, um, you know, so for me to have to come out here is always like, oh, going to Sarasota where if I'm not driving my BMW kind of thing or my Cadillac. But now I'm coming in here and it's, this is here. This this brewery here, which I feel should be. Maybe buy a beach or something like that. Try, try like hard to, to help turn the tide, make this a hip spot. You know, Dude, it's but, awesome. But you know, when I say that, like, you know, I will, I will defend some people. You know, like, there it certainly is that there are the, the the shitty type of people who want to retire here and keep it all to themselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's yeah, you know, get off my lawn kind of thing. Yeah, and it's and like, I got nah. no, I've got you know, and you should see too. Like my my in laws live in an upscale neighborhood. Yeah, and I'm wearing like the tattooed veteran tank top. Yeah. You know, they're coming through looking like, you know, and it's funny. And then they find out I own a brewery, and it's like, oh, wait a second. Is he one of us? Is he not? Do we like, oh, but he's cool. He's really cool. Oh, but I can't, you know. And then I'm on the, you know, then I'm like, hey, you want to go golfing with me, Jeremy or J-Dub? You know? But um, I always get a kick out of that. But um, but I will defend some, I mean, some of the least, you know, like uh, our, our city manager, Tom Barwin, Progressive guy and um, was helpful with J Dubs along the way, you know. And and uh, his son Connor Barwin plays for the Eagles. Okay, I don't know if you know yeah. that he's a big superstar. But yeah. uh, but Tom's been f- been phenomenal, you know. And another shout out to uh, Virginia Haley, the head of tourism. Her and her husband were here yesterday. And Virginia, I'd like you to renew your Mug Club membership if you ever hear this <laughs> this podcast because they used to be Mug Club members. But um, you know, so we're so there have been at the same time there have been people coming out. You know, and even the city. I mean, like, we, we you know, I've, it hasn't always been fun with the city, and, and I think they would say that when it comes to me. And, again, you've seen the irreverent side of me, and mm-hmm. I don't tone that down that much. But, you know, 
even them, I think we all just were kind of figuring out this thing together. You know, literally, J-Dubs, I, I wrote the code for breweries in the city of Sarasota. Did you really? I literally wrote, wrote That's the awesome. code. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, with a lot with a lot of expensive help from my attorney at Williams & Parker. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Charlie Bailey over there, I still owe him money. So, uh, you know, I... I, I I wouldn't say begrudging, but they, they kind of, you know, they they, they, they took a, a somewhat warm, a kind of a lukewarm, not a defiant, not right. a resistant approach to Were us. Were they not understanding the idea of a brewery coming in? Because we already had one brewery here, but really, you're the standout brewery in Sarasota. Well, thanks. You know, I, but, but you know... Um, I'm not saying anything negative yeah, about any I, others. I just say I good mean, people, good beer, man. I see, I see you have cans, and I know J-Dubs every day, all day, if you ask me who J-Dubs is. But there's a lot of other breweries within, what, let's say 20 miles that I could go, you know, we'll interview them soon, see how that goes, sure. or something like that. But no, you guys have been, trust me, you were in our top 10 on the radar starting off this podcast. In the world? Well, no, for Florida, because we only do Florida breweries. Just so. Florida? So there's <laughs> but, uh, 150 now. Where does that put us? Oh, there's more. There's a lot more than that now, we found out. I'm just being an so. asshole, man. That's all good. So any last I'll thoughts? I'll top right 10. Now? That's pretty good. Oh, when we're, when we're setting it up, I was like, do we go to Sarasota? And I was like, yeah. And I, what was that question? Like, how do we do the roadmap? And I said, we have to do J-Dubs. We have to do J-Dubs. Thank it's, you. It's, it's a must. Um... Yeah, so we're going to ask me, you're going to ask something about... Final thoughts, final thoughts, because we're wrapping up on this hour. Anything that you want to that you want to say to anybody listening right now as as you're the owner? And then we'll go back to the brewer. Yeah. Any final thoughts oh, that you have? Kicked, I'm getting kicked I know. It's <laughs> I like, love it. That's I love awesome. this 50 minute. The second you sat down, I was like, 50 minutes in, I'm like, here he oh, goes. Shit. Here he goes. Oh, and, well, you know, brewer, you know, owners, you know, craft brewers like talking about what we do, especially yeah. owners. Yeah. Um, I'm not as, you know, I'm not, but you know, we all get it. We all make fun <laughs> of each other for it. Uh, so... What will I say? Mm-hmm. Be yourself. Don't pay attention to what other people do. Make great beer. And because um, yeah, any advice for and, home brewers? You can't fake soul. You, home that's brewers how you really don't do what thinking. I did. Don't do what I did. Stay home brewing. Get a, yeah. start playing with gallon batches, which is what I want to do now, and, and experimenting with different yeast strains with the same. And a lot of these guys are doing it, but gallon batches weren't big when I was out there. But to the home brewer, yeah, um, home brewers are, are, the, are the biggest, are the loudest. Um, supporters in this industry, and and if it, you know, it's a wonderful craze. It, it, it's not even a craze; it's a lifestyle. It's a it's it's a great hobby. It's a great and a horrible hobby because it made me fat, you know, and that never really stopped. I'm 13 years into this, shit, you know, 14 years. But um, no, man, I mean, just thank, thanks to the home brewers for for giving a damn and helping us promote the industry, you know, yeah. and that's um. Yeah, and, and be careful. Be careful where that passion takes you. Because, right. like I said, it took me out of my dangerous. garage in Olympia, mm-hmm. Washington to nice to doing this. So very nice. The Northwest, love it, love it. And how about you, Evan? Let's uh, let's get a last thought. How are you doing over there? Uh, how long uh, was you talking for? Did I still too much thunder? No, okay. no, no, no. It was about fifty. I think we were fifty minutes in, yeah, and then you came five in. Zero? Five zero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts? How you doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, just that just winded you out. <laughs> I really uh, don't know what to say, but it's a uh, it's a fun industry. Um, yeah, and uh, there's not a lot of places where you can be yourself and be working and you know have fun while you're working. So that's totally true. Definitely, definitely a cool industry to be in, dude. Then you guys are again, you're doing great stuff, and we're glad to have you on here. And uh, we'll be coming back because obviously something is coming up in the future. We like hearing that. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Good, and I've we'll be paying attention. Like it in terms of the brand. And then wear your fucking J-Dub shirt during home games. <laughs>
No, yeah. you're in baseball. I have it for tomorrow. Oh, because good. That's wonderful. All right, guys. Thank you so much for this interview, and uh, <laughs> and we'll definitely talk soon. All right, I'm going to head over to Brennan. All right, thanks, guys. All right, guys. Jeff, back on the mic. Here with Quain. Yep. Just listen to the episode. Yeah. And that's J-Dubs. That is J-Dubs. Okay. Uh, yep. So, dude, Evan's passionate. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. love that part. The sour. Mm-hmm. You could just, like, you both clicked. Like, yeah. Hear it. That the was, the that smell was cool. of the sour. Yeah. Dude, that was so fun. That was really cool. Um, and he's right. I thought that was such a great smell. And for him, going into work every day like that, you smell what yeah. you're working on. And that's just cool. That was really cool. I love he's that He's a good part. dude. He's a really good dude. I'm not going to lie. I was actually pretty surprised that J-Dubs stepped up to the mic. Yeah. Yeah. No, and yeah. like, yeah. He's a person. Yeah. He is the brand. He is the brand. He's so passionate. Yeah, he, he came off like that, definitely. Well, he's, a, so he, he's military background. Yeah. And he, what does he run the brewery like that with that same passion, that I, same definitely. diligence? Because when we took the tour of the brewery, it was very much that talking to everybody, just like, yeah. hey guys, da 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 da. And I'm not doing a good voice, but I mean, well, maybe I am, because he's just very strong spoken, very loud, yeah. as you heard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's this. It's just that, I love this. I love this. I love this. Fuck this. Yes, this. Shit this. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. And he, he runs <laughs> that ship like that. And cool. uh, everybody just loves him. He is the he is the oxygen. Like, he takes the oxygen out of the room kind of thing. He just like, and it's yeah. him. He owns it. Yeah. He owns it. That's J-Dubs. It is him. It is All right, him. man. You know, this was awesome for us. You did a great job. Thank you, man. Um, it was a first doing it on my own. Yeah. But uh, it was really cool. It was cool to be out there. The weather was perfect outside. And yeah. I apologize, guys, if the you heard a lot of the wind or maybe the... the well, not real. I, I hope not. But um, I kept the headphones on the entire time since you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was weird. But uh, it was just so beautiful outside. It was really overcast, and it was nice. It was Sarasota really nice. is gorgeous, Ugh. I think, uh, from listening. Um, I need to go take a trip. Yeah, we need Catch to go back. Well, we got a spring few. training. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of Oriole shirts, and uh, it was yeah. fun. A lot of people coming in. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, bud. Well, uh, let's look forward to next week. Definitely. And again, guys, thank you so much about the shirts. Insanity, insanity. Yeah. So I can't wait to make the next one. And uh, definitely keep up with the Instagram or Facebook. You will see when the shirts are coming out. We'll yeah. definitely put like a release day on them this yeah. time around. Absolutely. Because it was very much like, hey, you want one? Do you want one? Do you want one? We didn't realize that we were going to sell out in, in days yeah. at all. No. <laughs> but that's cool, man. Yeah. We want to keep that energy up. Yeah, we do. Because it does go with the whole, what we talk about. Like, we like that bottle releases Yeah, have that, you know, like the limited release. So you wanted that. And then music. A lot of bands put out limited releases. This is right up our alley. So, yeah. 100 are made and 100 will go. Cool. See Love you guys. It. The J-Dubs Brewing episode of What Ails It was produced by Jeff Brennan. Your host and co-producer is Brian Quain. Our music and editing is done by Sadmith. Jillian Quain is our photographer and designer. Dope-ass t-shirts. Special thanks to J-Dubs and Evan Ekosala. White boys say dope. I was gonna say it. <laughs> Alright guys, we'll see you next week. <laughs>